Blog Talk Radio. Everybody. Welcome back to another special edition of the 40 Scenes Fire American Soccer Show. Live tonight, the United States defeating Haiti by a final of a goal to nil in their first group stage match of this 2021 CONCACAF Gold Cup. And it would be a Sam Vines header early in the match, around the eighth minute or so. And that, my friends is all that they needed to get the full three points in this one. They get the results. The performance, we have to admit, was probably not as good as we thought it was going to be. Obviously, moments of this team hitting not only the post, but two crossbars. Probably should have been 3-0, 4-0 in this one. But unfortunately for the United States, they did not get that secondary goal. Excuse Excuse me. They did not get that secondary goal that uh, we expected them to get. And unfortunately, it was only a one-goal victory for the United States. Sorry about that. Let me say this. Yes, it's an MLS roster. The majority of it. Yes, there are some veterans. Yes, there's a lot of rookies in this one. And when I mean rookies, I'm talking about rookies not playing normally for the national team. And at the same time, normally not looking sharp as a team to start this match. First 10, 15 minutes, excellent. After the goal, not as good. Great substitution to bring in Gianluca Busio to come into the match. He looked great coming in, unfortunately. Uh, just not enough around him to go out and be a dominant force. I thought defensively there were some solid moments, but at the same time there were some moments where you're scratching your head thinking, how in the hell did they save themselves from getting scored on? And when you are watching this type of a match in the Gold Cup, yes, I'll admit it, this was tough to see. Very, very tough to see. Because we are not expecting a national team to play this, I wouldn't say this poorly, just not seeing the opportunity to go forward and get more goals. And once again, This is the Gold Cup tournament where a roster not filled with the heavy hitters, you're looking to see who is going to make an impact for CONCACAF World Cup qualifying starting in about a month and a half. Because as we always are aware of this situation, 
you always need to know which players are going to be added to those rosters for World Cup qualification to get to the World Cup and qualify for the, one of the top three spots, which was then the hexagonal, now the octagon, or the octagonal. And right now, it's only the first match in the group stage. Yes, there should have been more goals. Yes, I believe the United States are better than Haiti, but give Haiti credit. They stuck to their game plan. They lost players due to the pandemic and injuries. Nowhere could they try to substitute players out of the roster and bring new ones in. All you can do is just hope and pray that in the next match against Martinique, they get their goals. Because against Martinique, that is a team that honestly needs to be dealt with as soon as possible. You've got to blow them out of the water really quick. You've got to go forward. You have to show them how strong you are, and you cannot show any signs of weakness, and at the same time, you cannot take them lightly. But in this particular match, thank goodness for Paul Ariel, and I will say this. I'm not saying thank goodness thank, you know, he got injured. I'm saying thank goodness the injury is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Just muscle tightness in the hamstring. Hopefully, uh, the chiropractor, you know, tons of massage, tons of getting rid of the tightness in his leg, and hopefully he'll be, a, he'll be available, if not for the second match, hopefully for the third match against Canada. And while Canada didn't have a good start in this one either, they found a way to say, you know what, we're not going to have those problems that we did in the past. That we allowed a lower and a lesser opponent to beat us in this game. They went out, they were behind by a goal, got four unanswered, and now they lead Group B on a plus three differential while the United States is on a plus one. But once again, once again, we have to say this right now for Greg Berhalter. As of right now, the result is very good. The performance did not match the result. That's the honest conclusion right there. We know, obviously, Sebastian Legit coming back into the fold here. This starting 11 showed some promise, but unfortunately not all the way, and all you can do is just say, thank goodness nothing bad happened. Not a lot of goals. A couple of moments where twitchy bum time came into play. There was a moment where there was a breakdown on the defense, or at least a breakdown in communication. But 
they got the result that they needed. They got the result that they were looking for. Should have been more. Should have been more. Should have been a better, better performance than what they showed. But as I said, you know as well as I do that unfortunately it just could not happen out there against a team like Haiti who honestly has improved to their point of view a good level. Not a great level, a good level. And that's the issue right now for the United States. Obviously, everyone's going to say Haiti should have been blown out of the water. I'm not disagreeing about that. Believe in what you want. Go ahead. But I will say this. The performance was not up to par. And they nearly, nearly got scored on maybe two or three times in this one. Columbus crew midfielder Derek Etienne Jr., born in Patterson, New Jersey, playing for Haiti. Nearly got two goals. The second one, the second attempt that he had really, really scared me. I thought he scored, did not, went side netting. And for Haiti, that was an opportunity missed. And now they're going to have an opportunity to go take on uh, Canada, Haiti, on Thursday, while the U.S. are going to take on Martinique for the late matchup. at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 Central, and that will be also on Fox Sports 1. So this should be an interesting uh, situation with the U.S. It should be a fun one on Thursday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be available, of course, here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash 418s fire. If you wish to call in and give me your opinions, please do. 646-929-1823 is the phone number. Call in. Give me your opinion about the match tonight, and we will, or I will be, excuse me, I will be available to come and uh, give you my opinions. Um, And once again, I know what the old argument is going to be. Why is Giassi Zardes on this Gold Cup roster? Because the truth is, is this. Zardes is still on the popular list with Greg Berhalter. Zardes, who has really been, you know, a very strong player club-wise for the Columbus crew. He has done a lot of good things for the Columbus crew. But when it comes to the national team, I really think this is it. This is all he's going to be good for now. If you're going to use him as basically substitution-wise or bench filler, go ahead. But I just personally believe that Zardes is no longer meant for the national team anymore. I think his time is done. Daryl DK is rising. Gianluca Busio rising. Jonathan Lewis has an opportunity. Even though he didn't look that great today, he still has an opportunity to go forward. Kellen Acosta has an opportunity. Legit obviously has his place cemented. Multiple players down the road that are ready to make a move and play a solid offensive game for the U.S. men's national team. 
that can take over a game and take over the spot right now for Giassi Zardes. And don't get me wrong, I respect Zardes. I think he's a solid player. He's a good striker. Club level, he's fine. I just don't think he's prepared, nor is he ready, nor is he still one of those stalwarts for the senior men's national team roster, either for a Gold Cup tournament, World Cup qualifying, or the World Cup itself. He's done a lot. I give him credit. I just feel that he's just not that player anymore on the international level. So thank you. This is, this is going to be Zardes's last opportunity for the national team. So be it. I'll be honest with you. I thought we were going to see um, Musa, who plays over at Valencia in La Liga. I thought uh, we're going to see him shine in this tournament because he wasn't used in the Nations League roster for those two games. I thought that, to be honest with you, Yusuf Musa, I really thought he was going to have an opportunity here in the Gold Cup. I thought he was going to get a chance to make this Gold Cup roster start this Gold Cup roster and show us why he had the choice to play for the United States being born here and show us why he was going to do some damage. Um, To not have him on this roster for the CONCACAF Gold Cup, I thought it was a mistake by Greg Berhalter. I thought he should have included him on this roster. And then you're going to ask him, to throw him into World Cup qualifying? If he does so, I don't know. Because Burhalter's going to have to use a lot of players now for this stretch run. Three matches within a week. Three matches within a week. Go out and make sure roster rotation is going to be big here for Burhalter when we get to September to start World Cup qualifying. Because you cannot make a mistake. You cannot make a simple or even a deadly mistake when you're having three matches in a week. We get to September and October. When we get to November, it'll be two matches in a week. When we get to the new year in January, end of January, beginning of February, that's three matches in a week, and then we get to the end of March for three matches in a week. This is going to be huge. This is going to be a moment where our national team is going to get pushed to the brink. And as of right now, having the majority of this roster filled with MLS-only players, they're getting an opportunity to see what they can do in a tournament setting. And I understand some of you are probably saying, well, we, can't we have some other veterans that you know, are playing in Europe to be on this Gold Cup roster? Which I do agree with that assumption, but the truth is, I think Greg wants to give those players a chance to rest, 
give them a chance to take it easy, have them ready for the most important tournament that you can be a part of before you reach the ultimate tournament, and that is, of course, the FIFA World Cup. Be prepared and be ready for the qualifiers because right now, they're saying, you know, back in the day, it's not a marathon, it's a sprint. No, we're, we're going to be in a marathon now. No, we're going to be in the marathon. This is a marathon right now. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Because these games are going to be coming up huge. These are big big games coming up in September for World Cup qualifying. And we're going to have to wait and see what the USA is going to do here. Um, Matt Turner, I thought he played a very good uh, match today. Uh, I thought Matt Turner was excellent. Uh, Didn't really have to do much except for the final moment, that final moment where he had to really be in a very strong position to make a save. He didn't really make a big save in this in this match. Haiti had some chances, more like half chances until that final moment inside second half stoppage time where he's observing the situation, he's watching, he's watching. He just makes this nice little touch to push the ball away and then all of a sudden the defender takes the ball and clears it off and out of the area. And, you know, that's enough for a goalkeeper to say, you know, that's a strong opportunity. Because Matt Turner, if you are going to be looking for a goalkeeper in this Gold Cup tournament, and obviously you have number one, Zach Steffen, number two, Ethan Horvath, who's going to be your number three? Because that's what you're looking for right now is your number three. And right now, in my opinion, at this point in time, it's Matt Turner. Because what we've seen of him playing for the New England Revolution, he has been strong positionally. He's, he makes strong saves. He does excellent in penalty kick saves. Matt Turner, for me, depending on who gets an opportunity in these three games, whoever gets that opportunity, they're going to get called on just in case there's an injury. Like I said already, Stefan is going to be your number one. Horvath will be your number two. Who's your number three? I'll go with Matt Turner right now. Sean Johnson, while he has done well on the club level side for both Chicago and New York City FC. Sean Johnson, in my mind, uh, for the national team, I don't think he's there anymore. And also, when it comes to being on the substitutions, you know, uh, being a, you know, a roster filler, fine. Brad Guzan, you know, he's trying to be that goalkeeper again internationally, but I think for those two, their time has passed for the national team. We'll have to wait and see what will happen, but once again, it's a situation where for the U.S. men's national team, you need to look at 
the, the, the future of this roster. And so far, Stefan and Horvath have solidified the top two spots for goalkeeping on this national team roster. And you saw that in the Nations League semis and the final back in June. Once again, in this Gold Cup tournament, Matt Turner is the number one goalkeeper for this tournament. I would say probably Guzan will get the second uh, opportunity for a backup, uh, depending on uh, who they play, and also depending on how important it's going to be to give uh, Turner a rest. But I will say this right now, Matt Turner is your number one goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team in this Gold Cup tournament. What a cross by Shaq Moore gets deflected by Zardes up in the air, and Sam Vines rushes in with a running power header, beats Silvestri for the opening goal of the match. Sam Vines plays him for the Colorado Rapids. Yes, he is the future for the national team as well. I thought he had an excellent job uh, in this matchup. I know it's some of saying, you know, well, you know, he didn't do so well when he lost his man and they almost scored. True, but still, though. Still, though. That opportunity looked strong and solid. Yet, communication was the breakdown and communication was the reason why Haiti got that opportunity on frame. Once again, if you want to call in, 646-929-1823 is the phone number. Come on in, talk talk about this matchup. A 1-0 victory by the United States over Haiti in their group stage opener in second place in the group as Canada demolishes Martinique 4-1. And they have the advantage right now as group leaders in B in the Gold Cup. As of right now, watching right here, El Salvador taking on Guatemala. It's scoreless at the moment. They're opening up in the opening half. Uh, yes, Guatemala did not qualify for the Gold Cup through the uh, preliminaries, but because of Curaçao, and unfortunately for the Curaçao national team, their roster got hit hard by the coronavirus, by COVID. They stepped down. Guatemala, I guess the next best available side who uh, did better in their penalty kick shootout than French Guyana did against Trinidad and Tobago, they took the last spot or took over for Curaçao in the CONCACAF Gold Cup in Group A. So, once again, the situation here for the United States, it was okay. It wasn't that great. Uh, Sadly for Paul Ariola, he had to be subbed out. But thankfully, it's not as bad as many of us thought it was going to be. Tightness in the right hamstring. And... You know what? Smart move by him to get out of the match and say, 
I don't feel good. Save, you know, get me, get out of here. Hopefully we can fix it. And, you know, if it's tightness, you know, a lot of massage, a lot of uh, therapy, obviously. And I believe we should be thankful at least that it's not worse than what we thought it was going to be. So all I'm saying is hopefully Ariola will be back. Hopefully Ariola will be coming back, if not against Martinique, at least against El Salvador. Because you're going to need a guy like Paul Ariola to do damage in a tournament like this. I know he's hurt. I know he's injured. He gets injured a lot. But to have a guy like that, a blue-collared guy, in your lineup to do damage, that's important. It's very, very important to have a guy like Ariola on the roster, and hopefully he'll be able to come back, if not in three, four days' time against Martinique, and hopefully next Sunday in the final group stage match against Canada, and hopefully that is when he'll be returning, and then you can have him ready for the knockout stage in the quarterfinals, depending on who they face and how, and you know where they're going to finish up in the group stage. Because Canada is no joke right now. Canada has good players. They have a man right now who manages them that gives them belief they can do anything and everything in front of them. They have a man that can really pump them up. And this is going to be a knock them out, drag them out, brawl in the backyard situation. I understand completely how upsetting it was for most of you, the loss at BMO Field in Toronto, where Canada defeated the United States two goals to nil in that Nations League group stage game. But once again, this is where you have to understand, and this is where you have to know, and this is where you have to just listen. Listen. Canada is improving. Canada is moving forward. They are developing strong players just as much as we are. Maybe a little late to the party, but the truth is, you cannot take them lightly anymore. You cannot assume Canada is a cakewalk. You got to take them seriously. And if having Alfonso Davies playing for Bayern Munich and still winning Bundesliga titles is not enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. Because that, my friends, is a mistake if you believe that Canada is an easy opponent. It won't be. It won't be easy. 
at all. At all. So all I'm saying is you got to be careful. Got to be extra, extra careful when this USA team is going to take on Canada in the final group stage match. And when that happens, look out below. Because this is why you want a strong Canada and have a strong North Zone. While we have time, let's talk about Mexico and Trinidad and Tobago. Mexico is going through the same thing that the United States is going through. And as of right now, Mexico does not look good. And when you are supposed to be the better team, and you cannot find a way to score a goal, and even though you scored a goal and they got wiped out for offside, the mighty, mighty Mexico should have done better against Trinidad and Tobago, a nation and a national team that is in complete and utter disrepair. A laughing stock in CONCACAF. Elimination in the first round of World Cup qualifying. For some strange reason, they win in a penalty kick shootout over French Guyana to get to the Gold Cup. New life has been given to Trinidad and Tobago, and now they get a point off of Mexico. (coughs) Excuse me. They get a point off of Mexico. And what does that mean? It means that Mexico has two more opportunities to take over the lead and the top spot of Group D. They should. They should be able to do so. But if it's not going to happen because of this roster, they are in big trouble. Mexico is going to have to take on Guatemala in their second group stage match. And then they're going to have to take on El Salvador in their final group stage match. And that's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be very, very interesting to watch when that happens. But to go scoreless with Mexico... Trinidad-Tobago in the group stage has found ways to get results and take points away from Mexico in the past. 2015 Gold Cup Tournament group stage, the 4-4 draw down in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium at the home of the Carolina Panthers. That is what I'm talking about. That is the situation we're talking about. That's what we're trying to tell you. Take care of your own business and find a way to get the job done, which is what the USA did. They got the job done, a 1-0 victory. That's all they needed. Should have been more. Should have been a lot more. Which is why you keep saying, 
got the result that you wanted. You wanted the victory. They got the three points. That is what you got to do. But the performance overall, it was not what you expect. Not what you expect at all. And the truth is, they have to be better than Martinique in the next group stage match on Thursday, which will be at 10 o'clock Eastern, uh, 7 o'clock Pacific on Fox Sports 1. Join me here, of course, on Thursday night, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire as we get ready to talk about uh, the next group stage match as the United States will take on Martinique after Canada takes on Haiti. Uh, and for Haiti, a revenge match after the way they got eliminated by Canada in FIFA World Cup qualifying. So that should be exciting and fun to see, but we'll have to wait to see what's going to happen there. So we're going to end the show early a little bit. Uh, once again, the United States defeating Haiti by final of a goal to nil, all by Sam Vines, Matt Turner clean sheet, and that was just as exciting, even though, once again, great result. Not so good performance, but, you know, they have an opportunity to go out again on Thursday night and go out and deposit more than just a goal than what they scored here against Haiti in this one. And also, I also want to send my condolences uh, to the people of Haiti, unfortunately, for their president who was shot and killed uh, to try and make their country better back again after all these terrible natural disasters and the situation that's been around uh, that island nation for such a long period of time. But once again, uh, my condolences uh, to the Haitian people for the loss of their president, for the way uh, he passed away with the gun violence and everything. I hope everything gets back together and gets back to normal, and we'll see what happens. But once again, this is Daniel Feuerstein here, Feuerstein Fire American Soccer Show. The United States off of Sam Vines' goal, defeating Haiti in their opening group stage match in the 2021 Gold Cup by final of a goal to nil. Thank you for listening to me tonight, and please enjoy your football. Talk to you guys on Thursday. Take care, so long, and bye-bye for now.